everyone and welcome to the Child of the Library podcast where we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts. A lot has happened in the last couple of weeks, months, I don't know. It has been busy times and I thought I would do a little update, sort of like what's been going on in my life, what I've been reading, etc. So just to keep you in the know about everything that's going on apart from making the podcast, maybe. I'm super sorry in case you can hear the wind outside rattling on my windows. <laughs> As you know, I always record my episode super early. It's currently 6.21 a.m. here in Germany. And actually, the weather is kind of crazy. Like, we have a lot of wind. I mean, it adds an ambiance possibly for like an end of year reflection that we are currently now doing so yeah <laughs> maybe a little something extra so back to the actual topic i wanted to give you a bit of an update what's been going on lately and i thought maybe because this is a bookish podcast i could also start with the books i recently read so the last book i read was one that i read with my book club actually and that was a historical fiction called the last days of night by graham moore and it is a novel surrounding the story of the first years after the electric light bulbs were created and started to slowly illuminate the US and also the conflict between Thomas Edison and other competitors on who actually wins the race and the patent for the light bulbs. It was actually pretty entertaining. I gave it four stars. This episode airs probably before we actually have our book club meeting. So yeah, girls, now you know already how I felt about the book. I actually very enjoyed it. It was not an absolute favorite, but it was entertaining. I actually read it in German, which is kind of unusual for me, but for some reason I felt like reading it in German. And I have to admit, because I first started it as an ebook version, but I realized that there was so much going on right now that I did not have the time very often to just sit down and actually read the ebook. So I switched to audio and I have to admit I'm not super recommending the German audio. I mean, for most of my audience, you probably won't listen to it in German anyway, but I don't know how the English version of the audiobook is produced. So maybe give it a listen before you actually buy it. But the story in itself was actually very entertaining because historical fiction is also something that I don't read too often. So it was a very, very nice mix. And in general, in our book club, we always try to read diversely because we are three currently actually now four because another friend of ours is joining which we are very happy about and we have so very different tastes of books that we usually read and so it is actually very nice that we try to read across all of them i'm as you know usually not the most historical fiction person but another girl in our book club is actually and we have sort of like a little jar that we pick the different genres from and then we pick a book starting from there so this has actually been done for the past i think for the past year or so we did that and it has worked out pretty well because we have read across all different types of genres have picked out books that we probably never would have picked up and yeah it was a very very great experience for the year and it really helps you to get you out of your comfort zone and I have to admit because I recently decorated for Christmas and usually the little pieces of paper that have the genre on it are in a tin jar which is nice but 
it really did not fit my Christmas decor, so I switched and I put everything in like a Christmas drawer and it's now sitting on my shelf and it looks so much better. So this was this was a little win on the decorative side. And I'm very happy that we will soon have our meeting again over Skype probably and we will talk about the book and we will also pick something new for the last parts of the year to read and review for us. So to the book that I'm currently reading, it's actually like quite long. I think the audiobook was over 20 hours and that is The Savior's Champion by Jenny Murachi. This actually went a bit under the radar. It has a super interesting premise because in this world, this city that we follow, we have a figure called the savior. It's a young woman descending from a very long line of those saviors. It's always a woman that is bearing a daughter into the world and this daughter will become the new savior. And once this young woman comes of age, there is a tournament held for the young men who try to compete for her hand, but they are not forced to do it. Like they know that it is a battle of life and death and they can still choose whether they want to compete. And there are actually quite a lot of men who just choose because they believe and they really want to have a chance at meeting and marrying the savior. And there are some, like our main character, who have to do it out of necessity because they need to help their family and then have to sort of move forward and try to deal with the fact that this is a tournament that could potentially cost them their life. So I'm currently smack in the middle of it. I really enjoy it. It's not like a mind-bending, super mind-blowing read, but it's nice to, you know, get in there every once in a while and just make my way through the audiobook very slowly. So yeah, so far can definitely recommend it, but as you know, haven't finished yet, so no final thoughts yet, but it's nice for the time being. And then, of course, because by the time this goes up, it will already be December, I definitely have some books on my radar that I definitely want to read until the end of year. I really, really hope I can get to them because as for so many people, December is always so busy, but at least I've got all my Christmas gift shopping done. So that's definitely a plus. I just have to wrap it and send it out to people. So that's definitely a good starting point. But concerning the books that I still want to read until the end of the year, I will make it sort of like a split. One will be physical and one will be audio because most of the time I can read two of those parallelly. And depending on how my current life situation is and what I need to do on that day, I can switch between the two. So the physical book that I definitely want to read this year is You've Reached Sam by Dustin Tao. It finally arrived. I had pre-ordered it and now it's here and it's such a stunning cover. Definitely check out You've Reached Sam by Dustin Tao just to look at the cover. I mean, I will always, you know, put it on my Instagram, on my podcast highlight, but it's so stunning, guys. It's so, so, so great. You have to take a look at it. And the premise, to be honest, is not the, not the happiest. Let me call it like that. <laughs> because we follow a young couple most of the time we follow the young girl, Julie, and she has recently lost her boyfriend. And they were like on the brink of adulthood. They had their lives like 
figured out for themselves. They knew where they wanted to go to university together. So they had this whole future planned for them. And then something happens. And of course, his family and Julie are both grieving very much. And on a day where it's like particularly bad and she just wants to hear his voice again, she calls his number and waits for his answering machine to go on. But it's not the answering machine that answers. It's actually like him that answers her and she has a conversation with him. And this starts this whole whirlwind for her. How often will this actually happen? Should I tell the family or will this just hinder them from grieving properly and letting go of their son? And I mean, it's it's a super sad story, let's be honest. So I'm not quite sure whether it's the right read for the rest of the year, but to be honest, just this book somehow spoke to me. So I really try to get to it and get through it. And hopefully it will be the right time to read it for me. I don't know yet, but I really, really have it very high on my radar. And then the audiobook that I also want to read is Kafka on the Shore by Haruki Murakami. Haruki Murakami was one of my priority authors for this year. And so far I have only read one of his books. So I definitely want to finish strong this year and try to squeeze in another one of his works. And I actually already have it on audio. So I just need to find the time, finish my current audiobook, The Savior's Champion, and then dive right into Kafka on the Shore. I mean, this is also like a pretty dense read. So I don't know what's going on with me. For some reason, I'm not a person who tends to read like fluffy books when they are potentially looking ahead to a stressful time. I don't know what's that about, but yeah. <laughs> Still look forward to both of these books and I will keep you posted, definitely. So now moving away from books and more towards pop culture, what I've been enjoying lately, what I've been currently playing, as you know, my husband is a big gamer and I'm usually like the backseat gamer type where I watch him or I do like little tasks like drive a car from place A to place B or ride a horse from place A to place B. I talked a bit about this in my last episode that was actually inspired by a game that we recently played. But sometimes when it's a Nintendo Switch game, there's also a time when I am the one playing for myself. <laughs> and this time has come with Pokemon Shining Pearl. I am a huge fan of the Pokemon series. You have heard me talk about this before. You've also heard me talk about this in my collaboration episode with Randy. And we are both big Pokemon fans. My husband is also actually a big fan, but because there is so much currently out on the other consoles that he wants to play, he said, okay, I will probably skip this generation. You can just play yours. And I have to admit, it is such a big throwback because for everyone who does not know, Shining Pearl is actually a remake of a generation that was done, I think in 2011 or something, 12, something around there. Because when I finished high school and finished my A-levels, which was in 2012, my parents gifted me Pokemon Pearl back then. And because for some reason I was a huge like player of Pokemon when I was in my very early teen years, then I stopped for a couple of years. And then once the A-level started, I got back into it and just, you know, dug out my old Game Boy and <laughs> dug out my old silver edition and just played you know to to like reset my mind a little bit and to calm myself down and once I had passed the A levels they gave me like the 
at that point newest Pokemon generation and were like, yeah, you probably earned a little upgrade. So I was very happy about that back then. And of course, this has a very nostalgic feeling to me playing it in this particular point of life. And I have to admit, Pearl and Silver to this day are definitely my favorites. They have gotten great remakes. I mean, this remake, I'm enjoying it so much. They also, like when you look at pictures of it, they have this very like chibi style, like, you know, when the characters are like very small and very cute. And I really enjoy that. I also really love the underground that they have in the generation of Pearl and Diamond. And they have now extended this with this remake and it's just such a great time to pass. But I'm actually really taking my time with it because I know that I super enjoy it, but I don't want to rush through it and be like done within a week. So I just take my time, do like one little bit by one little bit and just really enjoy this world that I really, really love to be a part of again but of course even though the current times are yeah <laughs> maybe not the best time to go out still sometimes it happens that we have a chance to go out to do something that is you know not centered around our apartment and last weekend was definitely one of those weekends where we had the chance to do that we both took a day off and we drove to Essen which is a city like more in the north compared to where I live here in Germany and there we went to the Essen Motor Show which is actually an automotive fair where it is more centered around the tuning aspect of automotives and so as you can probably tell like I love to watch videos with my husband about this because I see that he is so very passionate about it but I probably by my own would not really watch these videos but you know when you go with someone and you really see how passionate they are about these things and how much interest they have even though it's maybe not the fair on the topic that is like closest to your heart it will be still enjoyable for you just because you can see how much the other person really really loves it and so this fair also for us was a great experience and to be honest because we took a day off and we went on friday which is technically a day that is mostly open to like professional visitors we also experienced the fair when it was not full at all so we had a lot of space to move around they were letting in air constantly so you never had the feeling that the air was like polluted or anything so this was definitely good especially in the current time and of course because we had to watch how it looked like on Saturday on the internet we saw the pictures how it was on the days when it was totally open to the public and we were so happy that we went on Friday and got a chance to experience it without all of the crowds so yeah <laughs> definitely a good choice there and also for everyone who is living in Europe I think if you are into tuning of automotives this is definitely a place that you could visit that really is worth going there because of course living here in Germany with the IAA in Frankfurt we have a pretty good comparison and of course they are very different but if you are a fan of automotives in general I think Essen still is worth a visit definitely. 
Especially also if you're not only into new cars, they had such a wide selection of old timers and they were so well restored. Like it was really, they were, they were like polished to a shine. It was absolutely incredible to see them, you know, to see those old cars and to see them in such a shining and new form. It was absolutely incredible. So highly, highly recommend you can hear that it is definitely worth a visit and then also because once you are in that part of Germany and if you are a fan of musicals one thing that you can do which we also did is to visit the musical Starlight Express because it is actually it's not in Essen it's in Bochum but those two cities are very close together so it was not the biggest stretch to drive from one place to the other and Starlight Express was actually a gift from my husband to me for my birthday in 2020 but this was because because all of that has happened has happened and so in 2020 they cancelled the show and they sent us the money back as a credit for the company and then when he knew ah okay we will be going to that motor show he also booked tickets for the musical and i have to admit when it's something that he always does very well it's booking tickets with good seats because we had seats in the very first row and the way how the starlight express musical is done because they are doing everything on roller skates and they have a stage that also runs through the crowd so that everyone wherever they sit have a chance to experience the costumes and the story a bit more so because we were sitting so close to the front our seats were actually rotatable 360 degrees so that we could follow along with the actors when they were in some other part of the stage within the crowd and this was such a great experience just to see the performance so close and to see the costumes so close by it was absolutely fascinating because then you can really see every detail from the makeup from the intricate way how the costumes are designed you can see for example one of the greatest moments was because one of the main characters he has this like big moment in the show where he sings this song about the Starlight Express and of course there's like a show going on around him with different lights and everything and it is just very magical and when he finished his song he got extra applause and apparently the applause was like bigger than usual so from our seats you could really see how emotionally touched he was and how his eyes started to tear up a bit and then of course you know the next song starts and he has to be back like 100% and you could really see how that switch in his head really flicked and then he was like back at it again but it was just so great to see all of that and also which was very funny when the whole show was over and they made their bows of course then they are out of character and when you are so close to the stage you can actually hear what they are saying and when they are making fun of things and one of the girls because they are on roller skates the entire time also for the bows and <laughs> the one girl she accidentally slipped and nearly fell to the floor and then the actors were like oh no not again this already happened last week and you as someone who does not see the musical every week were just so entertained by it so if you go to that musical i can definitely recommend it it is such a wonderful story and it gives you such a wonderful energy definitely do it it's a very very high recommendation whenever you are here in germany it's just wonderful 
And as I just said, this musical really moved me. So I really want to take this positive energy from Starlight Express and carry it throughout December. I already said December is probably a very busy time for a lot of people, including me. So I try to channel as much positive energy as possible into that month. I have great collaborations coming up that I'm super excited for. I cannot tell you yet what it is, but when I was approached by them, I nearly squealed because I couldn't believe it. But I will tell you more on that soon, I promise. And I have so many lovely things planned for the coming weekends. I will meet with friends, hopefully in case the social distancing laws in Germany that might take place or will not take place. I'm currently not quite sure this moment of time of recording this. We really hope that this is manageable and my maid of honor will actually get a new puppy in December, which is also super excited. And we really look forward to meet the new puppy for the first time. Oh, I really hope that all of this will go well. But in general, you should also definitely check her out if you are into dogs. She has a wonderful channel and a wonderful business where she does very high quality dog photography. I will put her Instagram handle in the description of this podcast. And for everyone who's currently listening, it is at Tamashinu underscore photography. But it's probably better if you just look at the description how this is written out. And yeah, this is it for my current update of what is currently going on, what has been going on in the past weeks, what will be going on in the upcoming weeks. I'm super excited for it all. I hope that everything can happen as it is planned. I apologize in case you really did hear the amount of noise <laughs> that the wind has been making outside, but ah, such is the life of a podcaster. <laughs> And I really hope that you have a relaxed and mindful Christmas time and also Christmas break. And I will personally reflect and look back on the year. And despite of everything that has been going on in the world, I have to admit it still went pretty well. And I'm eternally grateful for what I was able to achieve and what a beautiful time I was gifted this year. And I really, really hope that your year had been positive as well and that you can look back on it positively. And until next time, I hope that we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts. Bye!